Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Welcome back to the Peoria Sports Complex. Final hour of Ben and Woods is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. And Woods, we're, uh, we're sitting down now with someone who is spreading the gospel, the gospel that we have agreed with for a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rob Bradford, you probably heard us mention his Odyssey podcast. It's called Baseball Isn't Boring. And I love that message, Rob. Thank you for sitting down and joining us because I think baseball has gotten a bad reputation from some sports fans over the years like it's the quiet slow sport yeah i mean it's for some people it's not for everybody i've never agreed with that i think football can be boring sometimes but baseball for me is always exciting well first of all it's awesome to be with you guys i admire you guys so much uh, from afar and and just talking about spreading the word of baseball you guys do such a good job of it i'm just doing it through stickers and t-shirts and smiles you go you go with what you know um (laughs) But I, I, to that point, I, you know, one of the things that we've asked people on this podcast, Marvin Harrison Jr., we had on the podcast. That's awesome. And he said, he said, listen, sc- hitting a home run is more difficult than scoring a touchdown. Yeah. Guys have consistently said that going to a baseball game is by far the best thing to go to because football's made for TV, basketball and hockey's too fast. And I, I think people forget all of this stuff and and this is part of what sort of we've talked about it's been about a two-year project that started with joe kelly who i did a book with and and um and yeah and so it's not a hard it's not a hard message because as you said i ask everybody at the end of our interviews why isn't baseball boring and everyone gives a different answer and by the way they're always good yeah and they're they're always right you know and you know if you were going to ask us that question for me it's it's the the cerebral nature of the game um, and how how fast the game actually is when you're playing really at any level. I mean, it it is it's incredibly fast when you're out there on the field, especially if they hit one your way or you're on the mound or you're behind the dish or you're at the plate. Uh, it, it speeds up on you really really quickly, and I can't even imagine what it's like for these guys out at that level, man. But it is uh, for me. It's always been the thinking man's game. It's a chess match, which I love. Um, it, it's just, it's the greatest. It is just ingrained in me. For me, I think it's, um, 
in baseball, it's like every game, there's something you've never seen every before. Every game. Like a situation right. comes yeah. up. And like, you're like, what? I never even considered that. Like, and, and, and they played tens of thousands of Major League Baseball games. And this situation has never come up. And, well, yeah, the, football's athletes are incredible. It's the same grid kind of every time. Yeah, there's spectacular catches. But you see those kind of every game. It's, the, it's, it's more formulaic. I feel like baseball is more... Open and unpredictable in, yeah. from the start to the end of every oh, game. Oh yeah, Very and, and you're talking about going to a game, right? It's it's a combination of, of, and I think Joe said this: it's ballet, chess, and cannon fire. Where where you're waiting, you're talking, you're talking about what just happened, and then boom, somebody does something incredible. You know, Minnie Machado makes a great play. Xander Bogarts makes a great play. Like, oh, my goodness. And then you talk about it again. With a lot of these other sports, you're just moving on. You're, you're, it's a constant thing. But I, I think it's so unique. And I think what they did last year was help us edge toward, all right, this is a more palatable thing. Right? Yeah, and, and it took it back. We talked about this yesterday uh, with Jesse Agler. It took the game back a little the bit. The pitch clock. The pitch yeah. clock yeah. And, and, and some of the rule changes and things like that. It took it back a little bit to the, the, the way it used to be, a little bit more action. Let's get it moving. And I, I agreed. I, somebody tweeted the other day. There was a uh, – they, they had Secretariat winning the Kentucky Derby, and he won the Kentucky Derby in the same time that it took Zach Granke to throw one pitch. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was two minutes or something. And it was like, you know what? You're right. We needed that. We needed that. And, it look, it helped a lot of guys. It hurt some guys, whatever. But I think baseball was – I will give Rob Manfred credit for instituting. That's about the only thing I give him credit for in his tenure. <laughs> getting that back and getting the game moving again, it does feel different. It's funny because when I sat down for spring training games last year, it was we, we talked about stories. We were telling stories on the broadcast. And we're getting halfway through these stories. And we're like, well, we have to get used to this. You're right. This yeah. Is, this, quick. Is, this is unbelievable. And I think that at the end of the day, everybody, hey, you get to go home earlier. Urgency, urgency is such a key word, right? Urgency, it needs more urgency. And that's what they gave us, more urgency. To your point, where this is going to land with injuries, where we had Matt Strom on. Yeah, former we love Strom. Yeah, oh, great guy, right? And obviously very opinionated. Yes. And of all the things I've done in my professional career, bizarrely the thing that meant, went most viral was when he came on the podcast and vented about beer sales. Yes, that's right. right. I remember and, that. And and, and and I thought it was a really, really good point, which yep. is his point was everybody, the owners are saying, we're shutting off beer sales in the 7th so everyone, everyone can sober up. Then you heard teams pushing into the 8th and the ninth, and he said, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, that – you aren't going to sober up in the in the eighth and the ninth of inning. Of course. And so it's, it's things like that where we didn't think about it, but at the at the root of it, watching the game and and getting other people to watch a game. I think last year with the huge step forward. When it, Rob uh, Bradford is with us, host of the Baseball Isn't Boring Odyssey podcast. Uh, when it comes to some of your other guests, who stood out uh, so far? On well, the it's podcast? funny when you're talking about comparing things. Joey Votto stood out because he makes you work for it, bro. Man. He is. We did. We had him on once, <laughs> and it is like, it's not only does he make you work for it. He literally. He also told a fake he story told a fake about Brandon story Drury. About Brandon yeah. Drury that got us in trouble with Brandon Drury. He's a <laughs> lunatic. He's a lunatic. So we had we, we had him on is right right when he was taking the subway. These chest 
matches yeah. and everything else. And so, oh, hey, listen, we'll talk about chess. And the obvious question is, hey, baseball's a lot like chess. And he's like, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> Just shut you it's, down. It's like checkers. And then he goes on for 15 minutes. And then I saw him again at the park, and we did another podcast. And look, Justin Turner's wearing the baseballs and boring T-shirt. Isn't that great? He's like, don't you want a T-shirt? He's like, no, no, I don't need a T-shirt to tell me that. Like, and then you know, again, then he goes on for 15 minutes. But I liked it. I liked that. Like, he makes you work. I like people who give you the unexpected. He's very unexpected. Uh, and and so we've had on everybody, you know, from the commissioner to to G. We had. And, and I'm Xander was great last year. Xander, I've known Xander for sure. obviously from Boston for a long time, and I just like honesty. We just had, I said to Kenley Jansen, we had him on the other day, and I said, and maybe this is I, I, this is a tools of the trade, Kenley. We were on last year. It got a lot of buzz. It got a lot of buzz because you were honest. You are going to be honest now, right? Please be honest. Do not not be honest. Right. Like it's all like a challenge to them. And I think for the most part, you know how it is, guys. When when guys sit down here or guys sit down for a podcast, it's a conversation. Yeah. It's not just that's like checking want. off. That's all you want. And that's one of the things that has been really a pleasure for me doing this. So many different people I've gotten a chance to do it with. Well, and, and you know, the, the, the fact is that I never really get enough baseball content. I, I, I don't. And, and so many people, I don't get upset about you know there's you know the old media the new media i love it man because if you can get access to something that i couldn't get i'm still gonna enjoy the hell out of it i really am and i i I appreciate everyone that's out there grinding trying to get the best interesting content because these guys are interesting they really are and if you can bring some of that interesting stuff out of them it just makes everything the the podcast thing's an interest i could go on for an hour about it right it's an interesting dynamic because (laughs) i think guys when they sit down and do it they love it like they, they, they absolutely love it. I mean, it's in that's GMs who we don't have time, we don't have time. Then you sit down, okay, now or later, it's just two guys talking. Yep. It's a conversation. But at the same time, there's a lot more podcasts. A lot yeah. more people are, are demanding of these guys' time. And then as you guys know, you have the soul set up here and everything else. There's so much of it. Now it's separating it. Now it's, hey, did you see what this it, – it, to your point, it's all good. It's all good because at the end of the day, the players are embracing it more. They're not as protective of their brand, and that's what we can have. That's what we've been screaming about for years, about behind the NBA, behind NFL. Holy mackerel, baseball, a couple years ago, let them wear different colors on their shoes for the first time. Yeah, like Finally, we're getting to the point where this is all entertaining. Here's the only problem I see, Rob. I can hear our boss, Adam, back at the station (laughs) thinking, well, if Rob's doing this Odyssey podcast, why can't Ben and Woods do their own Odyssey baseball podcast? This is a podcast. We do a four-hour radio (laughs) show. But that's what it is, right? We podcast it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all available. He's thinking like an extra podcast, I'm sure. When he starts letting me curse on the air, then I will consider doing (laughs) a podcast. That's the fun part about doing a podcast. This is what I'm going to do for you, all right? I'm going to... Fend that off. I'm going to say, you guys, whenever you want to talk baseball, anytime, because our podcast is every day, every single day. And so anytime you are welcome in and whatever you want to talk about, 
whoever you want to talk to, I don't care. You guys are great guys to talk baseball. And, and again, just it's just us talking. I love so it. just tell them, say, the podcast, we're going to do it for the baseballs and boring Yeah, podcast. that would be fun. That, that, would be awesome. that, that checks fun. off that ball. That would so be fun. I'm, I'm all about it. Well, I'm glad you'd be able to stop by Padres oh, camp. Man. Are you hitting all like all the spring yeah, training camps so, here in Arizona? This is yeah. so foreign to me because I'm based in Fort Myers, and, and it's an hour and a half to get to anywhere to the next. I talked to Chris Sale. I had to drive an hour and a half. That was the next team that I could talk to. Um, so this is, I was at Dodgers. I don't know if you know this, but there's a guy, Shohei Itani, and he's how, pl- how playing How is it today. over there? Is it insane? It's, you know what? We were just saying. No. It's kind of like it probably – I swung through here last year. Last year. It kind of feels the it, same. Last year was nuts. It kind of feels nuts. the same. Like, it's, it's so – yeah, it's a little bit different because you have just a huge – obviously, a whole collection of media that's coming in. Today is a big, big deal. Yeah. Um, but – it's it's a uh, it's an entertaining group. Um, like I said, the guy who helped launch this, I don't know if Padres fans want to hear this. We don't like Joe, Joe Kelly. Kelly. That's fine. No, That's no, fine. No, Probably but, a great guy. But, 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 but listen, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's good it's good it's good to, it's good to have the the uh, arch enemies. Right? Sure, Max Muncie had some great insight for you. As well. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, but, but that, yeah. So let's just say let's just say. What I've done here in the in the half an hour that I've been here has been far more exciting than over at Dodgers camp. I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah, well, so. I mean, you heard it from Rod Bradford. It's just like it was here last year, which means the Dodgers are about to have the most disappointing yeah. season yeah, two games in over baseball history. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, 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 they can't win more than you're, three you're, in a row welcome. all year yeah, long. Welcome. Thank you, Rod. They've got, I mean, they can't win a one-run game. <laughs> yeah. They can't win an extra <laughs> inning game. It's just going to all fall apart for them this year. It's coming. It's coming. Not that it's stuck with you. No, not at all. We're not bitter. We're not bitter at all. Totally ready to flush Dave Roberts, better get those resumes freshened up. (laughs) There's no chance you're back next year. Crazy. Rob, it was great to meet you. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you, man. Check out the podcast, Odyssey Podcast. Baseball isn't boring. All right, uh, let's take a time out. We will uh, check traffic, and then uh, we still have Don't Do This to get to. Uh, did I hear something about Bob Scanlon stopping by? Yes, Bob Scanlon, the Scan Man, the tall drink of water. I think he might even be taller this year. It's possible. I think he did Is he grow. still growing? Yeah. It's, he always looks like he's still growing somehow. Uh, we'll talk to Scan Man coming up as well uh, after a check of traffic. More Ben and Woods on the way on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just a couple of segments left here on day two. Ben Woods at Padre Spring Training in Peoria, Arizona. Annie and Elston coming up at 10 o'clock, uh, but sitting down with us right now, Padres broadcaster Bob Scanlon. Scan, it's great to see you. It looks like you, you grew a little bit in the off season. How tall yeah. are you now? Yeah. We're up to seven foot two now, I <laughs> think. <Seven so>. Oh, great to see you guys. I know you guys have been busy. Every time I look over here, you've got somebody sitting in the chair. You're talking ball with players and coaches and front office staff and it's media. The, and the so best, it looks like man. you guys have had a good time. It's the best. The guys great. have been great so far. We yeah. were talking to Michael King earlier. Oh, how fun is he to talk to? He's amazing. With? He's like yeah. a natural with the mic. And I said, yeah. oh, great. And there's another guy that's going to be coming for your job, my job, our <laughs> exactly. job. Exactly. Right uh, he was actually, he mentioned you. He was uh, talking about uh, the splitty that he's working on and, and was talking uh, to you a little bit about how you threw yours. And what a nasty pitch. What yeah. a nasty pitch if you can master it. No doubt about it. Yeah, uh, it was the pitch that got me to the big leagues, actually. Yeah. I was a fastball slider, curveball change of guy throughout my entire career. And then all of a sudden, one of my pitching coaches, George Culver, said, Scan, have you ever tried the splitty? And busted it out. And, and really, it was the pitch that got me traded. So I was in the Philly organization at that time. Hugh Alexander was a scout in the Phillies organization at that point. He went over to the Cubs organization, and he'd seen me throw that splitter the year before. So when the Cubs were trying to trade, uh, uh, they were trying to trade Mitch Williams to the Phillies, or the Phillies were trying to attain Mitch Williams. Yep. Uh, the the scout that said, "Hey, let's get Bob Scanlon in that deal," was Hugh Alexander. And later on, I heard he said it was because you had that splitty now, kid. So it was a difference maker. It's, a, it's an intimidating pitch to throw. I mean, you feel like you can't get a. I never could throw one. I couldn't even throw one messing around. Yeah. This, did you have to walk around with a ball in between your fingers to stretch them out? Like, I did. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Heard yeah, in fact, I, I put a softball between my fingers as well, Good whatever you can Lord. do to try to stretch things out and uh, give yourself maximum flexibility with those fingers and mess around with it. We, we had Stephen Wilson on earlier, and he was actually showing. Oh, it was Wilson. That's yeah, it, not was showing. Yeah, showing yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I, I talked to him because, you know, he's – He's in his third year, and you know I, I think he's got a spot. But he says I got a lot. Of, I got options for three years. You know I don't know that I'm going to be here. It must be very hard having to try to break out a new pitch while you're also trying to make a team. And you know, Scan, you were never yeah. overly comfortable. I think in in your major league career. I mean, you're a good big leaguer, but you never felt like I've made it. You know, I'm never I'm never going down again. I mean, you, you kind of have to ride that yeah. kind of edge of I'm learning at the same time, but I got to show that I can still do this at any moment. Look, there's 70 guys in camp, and they're all clamoring to get that big league job. So even if you have one of those big league jobs, somebody wants that job that you have. I mean, you're constantly fighting, yeah. you know, to stay on top and and also to make yourself better so that you can help the team, so you can be that guy that Skipper can go to and you know in the key clutch situation. Or if somebody goes down, you want to be the guy to be able to step up and be a little bit more maybe than you were on the team the year before. So And it's that constant balance, right, guys? Of This is what's working for me, and that's good. That's what's gotten me to the big leagues, and I've been successful versus is there more in the tank? Is yeah. there more I can do? And you know the league is adjusting, right? So what worked last year, all of a sudden those guys are spitting on that slider or that two-seamer. So it, it is that balance, it, it, no, no doubt about it. And uh, I, I give credit to guys who have the courage to try to push themselves out of their comfort zone because you know you're going to fail for a while. Nobody likes to fail. Especially I mean, these guys. Waldron throwing the knuckleball. That's, yeah. I mean, fluttering one up there to these big giant hitters. <laughs> that's got to be terrifying. No. Just to, just to know. I'm trusting that somehow physics is going to make this ball dart and not hit their bat and 
go 500 feet when they hit it. I have total respect for anybody that has the courage to try something different and put themselves in a position where they may fail. And to your point, to throw something up there that oh slow and it's going to come back at you 106, you better have a big glove to hide behind up there. So uh, kudos to those guys. He's looked great, by the way, this spring. Fastball's been good. The slider's been good. And he used his knuckleball early in the game the other day, so you can tell he's getting more confidence in it. So You do wonder, when, when you have a pitch like that in your arsenal, uh, talking to Bob Scanlon here on Ben & Woods this morning, you know, I wonder if it's a it's been a directive from from Ruben and and Fritzy. Throw it more, you know. Throw it more. Um, it, it, it's so devastating, and and you know, you see guys with twenty five year careers. Yeah. That when do you go from all right? I'm I'm now a knuckleballer because there just aren't those guys aren't around anymore. I can't even remember the last one before Steve Sparks or something. I really yeah, can't Sparko. remember the, the last one that came in and almost exclusively threw that knuckleball. Why wouldn't he throw it more? You have to have confidence in it that you're going to be able to throw it where you want to throw it. Otherwise, you're behind in the count. And to what you know, Ben's point, you, you, you're going to have to throw a heater at some point. Exactly. And it's floating up there and it doesn't have anything on it. It's going to end up over the wall or coming back at you at 110. So uh, it, it's just a confidence thing, mostly, of feeling like, when can I use it? What situation am I getting the reaction out of it I need to? And a lot of it also is just having the guts to say okay i'm gonna throw this thing first throw pitch. It. here yep. it is and you have some success with it oh wow that actually worked so easier said than done they're just hey go go throw it you're the guy that's on the mound you're the guy with the game on the line your teammates are depending on you you've got forty thousand people in the stands and, and you don't want to you don't want to stink out there no doubt right? no so. doubt Potter's broadcaster Bob Scanlon is with us. How did uh, f- the first broadcast of the season go yesterday? We were at the game, so didn't really get to see it. Mud's lost his fastball. Hasn't <laughs> yeah, Mud. Actually, Mud's working on a splitter. Yeah. Well. Is Mud yeah. short? Yeah. Really, yeah. he usually sits 96, yeah. 97. He was only a 91 <laughs> he's yesterday. Working so. on, he's, he's working on some stuff. He's pacing himself. Yeah. You know, he's getting ready for the postseason. He's a veteran guy. <laughs> he he doesn't have to. Yeah, he's, you know, we, we were talking about guys that need to make the team. Said, I think he's good. I think he's made the team, so he can pace himself a little bit. Yeah. Talk about for a second, Joe Musgrove, because he's going to come on with us tomorrow nice and you know two outings so far not yeah. great but it's spring training it, it, you know these these games don't really count at right. all yep he's working on a new pitch he's working a, on a sweeper i guess trying to a little bit different look he's also trying something new and yeah. you just talked about those guys but um joe is also i'm gonna ask him this tomorrow but he's a super competitive guy he does not <laughs> yeah. want to go out there it doesn't matter if it's spring training or the backfield he don't want to stay no, right no, and, no, no, and and so yeah. for him it's got to be like all right i'm uh, what, what have you seen from him? Yeah, no, the, the main thing is, thank goodness, the shoulder has been good. From day number one, talking to him, he's like, the shoulder feels great. great. He's throwing his bullpens. He felt strong. He's been aggressive. So that's the first step, right? Everything feels good physically. And then I think you already summed it up in terms of he's working on some new things. Like, everything's a little bit faster this year in terms of Korea. Maybe a couple of left, li- less live BPs than guys yep. would have normally had. So now you're working on things in-game. Uh, so I- I'm not worried about Joe yet. Would we rather be seeing him mowing right from the from the get go? Yeah, of him course. too, probably. Yeah, no, no he doubt. Want, he wants but, that sweeper to be working right now. Yeah, but yeah. he's working on that new pitch, and there's a combination of things when you break out a new pitch. First of all, you need, you need to know that analytically it's actually working, right? right? So that's the first step, which is cool. Next step is you've got to know where to start it because it's going to have a different ending point. So do I start it on the outer third? Do I start it at the catcher's shin guard? Where am I starting that pitch to get it where I want it to be? And then the final part is once you have those two things down to know where it's going to end up, how it's going to react, how do I set it up? What do I need to use in my rest of my repertoire so that the batter is actually starting to bid on that pitch? So there's, there's multiple steps that go. You don't just show up and say, oh, I got a new pitch and it's working great from day number one. So 
I'm sure Joe's going to figure it out, and he's got a few more starts before for Korea. Yep. With the uh, the short spring training, we've heard a couple of guys talk about the uh, the pitching camp that, that Joe kind of put on <laughs> yeah. before spring training to get everyone kind of going a little bit faster. Now, but that's a more of a normal thing nowadays. Too, you were kind of on the cusp of there was the off season, and then there was you show up in spring training and start to get ready. Nowadays. Guys are pretty much training all year long, and did you, did spring training is ramping train up. Year? I mean, I personally did because I was always trying to make yeah. a team. But yeah. I, honestly, when I first came up, it was still the era of guys showing up to spring training right. to get in shape. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'd see Ten the guys. Oh yeah, they got the beer belly going. That's and why the, I'm here. Literally, yep. they're sitting in the in the training rooms smoking their smag. <laughs> <laughs> Get to Colby, smoking a cigarette in the training room. Bobby, I've been waiting my whole life for this injury. It's the perfect injury. I don't have to run, but I can still pitch. It's fantastic, like, <laughs> dude. It's, it's like, such a foregone yeah, era, man. Yeah, oh, my so God. I got a chance to see that era, which is really cool. Now I get a chance to see this new area where guys but are really working out 365, pretty yes, much. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But the thing with Joe, it's not just the physical side. It's that leadership quality yeah. in him in terms of having that camp in the offseason. Bringing everybody in. Hey, let's get together. Let's bond. You know, let's talk baseball. Let's know that we're committed at when spring training's coming on, and, and we're in this thing together. So it's not just the physical side for Joe. For me, it's the leadership qualities that he continues to exhibit more and more each season, and that's another example of it. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, he's no a stud. doubt. We're, he's we're really looking forward to catching up with him tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, no one ever has the answer to this question, but what are the uh, what are the TV broadcasts going to look like a little bit during the regular season? You be on the pre and the post and in the dugout. You've got a new colleague. Yeah, we just so we met her yesterday, Mary Lou. Oh, yes. did, did Mary Lou stop by? No, and not yet. We, we just talked. Oh, okay. We're going to get her on at some point. Yeah, she's been great. Super happy to have her on board, and uh, I think she's going to be working with Mike Pomeranz in the pregame and the postgame yeah. show, doing the hosting on that. She'll be working with me on the sideline reporting as well. You still so. get to be down there, though, in your little well. Yeah, I'll still be know. down in my well. Just yep, roasting yep. in your well like we are right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Cooking away. That's why I've got an umbrella. I told Mary Lou, hey, get, get an umbrella. Get an umbrella. You're going to need one. Yep. Not just for the rain, but for the sun when we're sitting out there. But it, the cool thing about what I get a chance to do in the broadcast is I – I do the field reporting. I also get a chance to do pregame, postgame. I'm up in the radio booth working with Jesse. Sometimes I'm working with Tony. So I'm, I'm the utility guy. I got the six gloves in my bag. Whatever you need today, skip. Sometimes they need me to catch. Sometimes it's first base. Sometimes I come in and close. So it's fun. I get a chance to do a bunch of different things. I love it, Scan. Great to have you back. Great to have Thanks. you out here at spring training. Yeah, and, great to see you guys out appreciate here. Appreciate it very much. I hope you don't get too cooked out here. We are, we're getting close <laughs> to the end, thank God, but we're... I feel like a rotisserie chicken. Right. <laughs> Seven three next year when we see yeah, him, just a little exactly. bit taller. Yeah, yeah, as long as I'm getting good sunshine, going, yeah. keep growing, right? Water on him, feed him, and, and keep, keep up the great work. They keep growing. All right, it's like fun. a chia pet. He Thanks, just Paul, keeps he just keeps shooting up. Bob Scanlon, Padres TV broadcaster uh, for the upcoming season. All right, let's take our final timeout. Uh, we still have don't do this to get to. I have a uh, I have a story from I think it was a collegiate swim meet, which is something we are not in the habit of covering here, but it was a fairly remarkable don't and do do this at the same time that I saw last night that I want to get to. So get to that in our final segment coming up with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know, you can listen to 97.3 The Fan with your smart speaker. Just ask your device to play 97.3 The Fan to give it a shot. I uh, just was talking with TJ Laidlaw out here, yep. uh, Padres, like, chief. He's the equipment guy. It's he's a big in deal. charge. Yeah, it's a huge Massive task. Massive undertaking. Huge task. He actually has been out here for, uh, I think, over uh, almost a month oh, yeah. now. Uh, they left, I think, the day before February in the trucks. Massive trucks. He's the one that, like, that's his baby. It's truck day. Truck yeah. day. That is his That's thing. the Super Bowl. You get yeah. everything out. you got to move an entire operation, an entire state over, and have it all set up uh, for everyone who's going to be arriving. And then, of course, you've got to undo it all in a couple of weeks when the team gets off to Korea. you got to pack them up, up for Korea. you got to bring everything back to Petco Park, get ready for the season. It's about as uh, big <laughs> of a logistical job as you can imagine. It's like that's what Paulie does. He's our TJ. He is. He gets everything dialed in. Paulie actually took the bull by the horns and uh, hit us with this morning. He said, I actually made a reservation for us for tonight. So we're all so smart. I, I said, this is unbelievable. Look I mean, guy. the last thing you want when you're going to be taking the skipper out. <laughs> Can you imagine? Is you arrive at uh, PFJ's, it's going to be an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> you're like, uh, <laughs> guess we're going to Chipotle. Guess Mike, we're going back to Chipotle, sit, Mike. <laughs> Can you just sit here on this bench for an hour and 20 minutes while we wait for our table? So no worries there. Thank you, Paulie, Very for smart. that. Happy Very smart. That's a do-do this. Yeah, and we'll get Paulie to uh, all the don't and do-do this is after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Don't do this. It's time for... Don't do this. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Don't do this. Brought to you by the Craft Taco in Sorrento Valley. The Craft Taco has some of the best quality tacos in all of San Diego. We've experienced it for ourselves. Go to thecrafttaco.com. Take a look at their happy hour specials today. Thecrafttaco.com. What's his first don't do this is the Arizona Sun, which you are now broiling in. You going to be okay? You going to make it another 10 cooking. minutes or so? I, I'm cooked. Yeah. Uh, I saw this story come out yesterday, and maybe it looked worse than it – maybe it it's better than it looked yesterday, but there's an update on 
Former Las Vegas Raiders cornerback Damon Arnett uh, played at Ohio State University. He was a first-round draft pick of the Raiders a few years ago. So he was arrested in Texas for gun possession and, well, meth. 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 Uh, and he said, well, this whole thing is just a big misunderstanding. So uh, Richardson, Texas, a suburb of Dallas, and uh, charged with possession of less than a gram of meth and unlawful carrying of a firearm. You hear that and you go, well, they found you with meth. You're, you're toast, my friend. Turns out his uh, attorney says our client at the time of the stop was unable to provide law enforcement with his prescription for a lawful med- medication. The arrest was predicated on him being unable to provide the medication was prescribed. Had he been able to do so at the time of the I stop, mean, there would have been no arrest for either the controlled substance or the firearms because you can you can carry without a license in Texas. So the gun charge should be wiped out. But can you get out. a prescription for like street meth? If, if it's a baggie of meth, he's toast. <laughs> if it's his Adderall, he might be fine. Well, yeah, but, but it, it doesn't okay. say that it's yeah, less I than think, a gram of yeah, meth. Yeah, it's. I think there's some gray area on this one for sure. Yeah, I mean, if it's in a pill bottle and it's, you know, and is. I mean, I've seen Breaking Bad. They, you know, they go and buy like Sudafed to make meth. So there is technically like meth in some of those cold medications. No, right? the other way around. There's some of the cold medications in the meth. In the meth. In, okay, well, it's part of the ingredient list. I'm not super familiar with I'm not meth. I'm you're not? I'm not. surprised. <laughs> you're not very well all versed I know in meth. Is that it's made very close to our Airbnb. That's all. That's all I know. <laughs> Let's put it this way. If you wanted to buy meth, don't go in the garage. You could go to Willow Lane. Don't go in the garage. <laughs> all right, I've got a two for here. It's a don't do this followed by. A do-do this, and it all comes from the ACC Swimming and Diving Championships that were just oh. conducted. We don't do a lot of swimming and diving. I watched the entire coverage, program. It was you? fantastic. It was, I think so, I know where you're going here. The story involves a North Carolina State swimmer, Owen Lloyd, in the final of the 1,650-meter freestyle. And Owen Lloyd, at a uh, like the race of his life, finished in 14 minutes, 37 seconds, to win the race, uh, his next competitor finished like two seconds right behind him. Okay. So as Owen Lloyd looks up, you know how you look up and you see you've touched it first, your name's up there at the top, everyone else is coming in. He jumps for joy. Like, I am so excited. And lands on the the lane divider between him and the guy next to him, who's already finished his race, but oh. he falls over into that into guy's lane. lane. And technically, I guess, because of NCAA rules, because the guys on the outside hadn't quite finished yet, if you leave your lane while the race is still in progress, you are disqualified. And so they took away the title from him and gave it to the guy, Ross Dant, who finished second, two seconds behind. That's obviously the don't do this, whether it's him not knowing the rules or the rules just be really ridiculous and stupid. But here's where the do do this comes in. So they interviewed the winner, Ross Dance, right after the race. And here's what he had to say about Owen Lloyd's disqualification. This is a the guy they want to give the, the win to. The strange one I know for you. Congratulations on one hand. Do you have any idea what happened and your emotions right now? I think that's the dumbest rule in swimming. Owen beat me fair and square. He used to be on that toe of the podium. He was excited. That's a huge run for him, right? He earned that. He earned that, and that's his emotion, right? That's what we get in the sport of swimming when we do well. We train all year for a moment like that, and to have him disqualified, I think, is the dumbest thing ever. Do you mind? He if works I... so hard every oh. day. He is going to be on the number one trophy. I am not going to stand up there. 
Ross, wow. if, I, uh, if I ask you what rule did he break? We haven't even heard of up here. Whenever you win, you're not allowed. Well, the other team, or excuse me, the other summons are still swimming. You're allowed. You have to stay in your own lane. You're not allowed to jump or cross over the lane line into someone's lane. And in his celebration, which he earned, he came over to my lane. Oh my God. No, he earned that fair and square. He will be getting that medal. Wow. Oh. Well done. Thank you, Ross. Thank you. Thank you for spending some time with us, giving us. How about that? I mean, oh, you know what? The guy could have. I mean, everyone's won something on a technicality. It's like, hey, I, I could have this gold medal forever. I won the ACC, my big race, my senior year, whatever. And he said, no, I didn't, I didn't, didn't. earn it. He didn't. <laughs> I he didn't knows he did. I didn't earn it. The guy finished two seconds faster than me. He earned it. He worked harder. He got there. Now, I didn't get there. This it, is the dumbest thing. Like he rule. got popped for yeah, something. Yeah. Say, something. Well, we found <laughs> he had horse steroids in him, <laughs> right. and of course he won. Like. Bro, he slipped into my lane. He was excited. A huge win for him. He's worked hard. I, th I think that is massively rare and a huge dub for, what is his name? Owen Dons? Owen Lloyd was the no, winner. Owen and Lloyd. Ross Dant Ross was the kid Dance. who we just heard from who finished second, who refused to take the first place trophy medal. It's a lot of integrity, man. Away that's from a, the other that's guy. That's a lot of integrity. Pretty that's cool. a lot. And, you know, listen, I, I understand that people in the chat are saying, well, that rule's been in place for a while. Absolutely. Yeah, rules are, are, are there for a reason, certainly. Um, I think that we are sometimes too married to the technicalities and the rules of certain sports. I do. And I think that, that might be a, a case-by-case case case. There is a debate to be had whether... You know, the spirit of the rules versus is it a rule if you just selectively enforce it? If you right. don't feel like it's that important, then you don't enforce it, but then it's not really a rule. It's just kind of a, a suggestion at that point. I feel like in golf, there's a lot of that, and there's debates every single year about. They try to take as much of that out of golf as possible. Like, try to make it as very black and white so you can officiate it yourself, and there's no questions. It's very strict on the rules because of that, but it ends up. You get penalized for some really dumb things in golf. There's a lot of dumb penalties. I mean, there's 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 a lot. Um, you know, just off the top of my head, there's the you know the scorecard thing that just came into play. Jordan with Jordan Spieth, Spieth yep. getting getting banged for that, and uh, everyone you know. knows what his score was. Everyone watched it. Someone else marked it all down, and because he was rushing to get to the bathroom, and you know something got written down wrong, and he signed it and he left. He's disqualified from the it's tournament. Tough. It's tough. It, it, it rules. I, I, I'm not saying rules are made to be broken, but I think that you can look at it on a case by case basis. I always think the uh, the job of any official or any rule maker is to make the competition as fair yeah, as possible. Did sure. this make it more fair or less fair in this swimming case? And in this case, they made it less fair. Yeah, they took away the guy who who actually earned the victory. For, and didn't do anything to stop anyone else Correct. from didn't doing it. Correct, didn't impede anyone else. They made it less fair by it, by implementing that rule. Ah, man, what a what a great speech that is. Yeah. It does. It takes a lot of integrity to, to do that and say, nope, that's not mine. I'm not going up there. I'm and that is uh, don't and do do this for a Tuesday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Can we get one more do do this? I want to yeah. replay the uh, Sammy Levitt Jr. audio. Oh, yeah. Anybody missed it. missed it at the very start of today's show? Maybe you're not on social media. You didn't see it yesterday. But we're walking around the uh, backfields yesterday after the show, and there were Tier 1s galore. And Beatrice? Yeah, Beatrice. Yeah. Beatrice. Beatrice. Tier 1 no, Beatrice. They are here. Oh, they good. are here. Okay, right. so we're going to track them down. But they came up to us yesterday, and her son Max uh, had a Sammy Levitt impression that – not only floored us, but floored Sammy Levitt himself. Uh, Frank, if you have that audio, I'd love to hear it. 
Hey guys, it's Woodsy live from uh, spring training. I'm joined by uh, Sam Levitt Jr. Sam, how are you? Pretty good right now. Um, everything's going quite well here at spring training. It's a beautiful sunny day here at spring training. How are you? Uh, I'm doing very well. Uh, who are you going to be uh, looking forward to seeing today? Well, Fernando Tatis Jr. playing left field, well, right field, is a great thing for the San Diego Padres. And Manny Machado, hopefully he can come back pretty soon. Sammy, uh, any other insight on the uh, 2024 season? What do you expect from the Pods this year? Well, I expect there to be a lot of south down for the San Diego Padres, but hopefully they can dig their way up. Sam, good talking to you, buddy. Nice talking to you. Have a good one. I just, I just texted you, Sammy. Texted Sammy. Sammy, the kid's here. Max is here. We're, yeah, we're going to find you. With him, and we'll yeah. Get, yeah. Don't, run, don't wander right now. You can go wander. You, you can got, go wander a little bit. Ten, we'll be out there. Ten minutes. Ten, yeah. ten minutes. Oh my well, we God. got. I mean, we got like three minutes left okay. in our show. Uh, Annie and Elston are coming up. I want to set the uh, stage for tomorrow, which will be our last day here in Peoria, Arizona. Uh, scheduled to appear, and we can't. We can't promise you an exact time, and obviously uh, everything always is. Uh, we can't even promise you that it's going to happen. Subject, <laughs> to, subject to change. Like you know, it's, this Don't is get not mad. a you know money back guarantee, but. Joe well, Musgrove, radio's free. Don't forget Jackson True. Merrill, uh, possibly Xander Bogarts, maybe Fernando Tatis Jr. I think that's looking good, and almost certainly Manuel Arturo Machado. Can't wait, man! Tomorrow, Can't wait to talk to, uh, to all those. Guys. Pretty much uh, the greatest Padres interview day that we could come up with for the history of Ben and Woods, yeah. <laughs> and we got a good chance of pulling it off tomorrow. No so. doubt. That's uh, that's when you don't want to miss. Not that you do miss generally, but you know sometimes you can have a little extra listening. And tomorrow's one of those days just to make sure you get uh, get a full four hours in of Ben and Woods. Take the day off. Take the day off work. Sit home, watch Ben and Woods on YouTube. Listen to Ben and Call Woods. Call sick. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. You, you got work. personal just, days. Just don't pay attention to the work. Well, that's, and... that's stealing money. Yes. Yeah. That's bad. But that's everyone bad. does it a little bit. No, right? I don't. Yeah. Never. You can I never be steal distracted. Money. Never. And, Work a little later then. Stay an extra hour or two at the end of the day to make up for your less productive hours while you were listening to Ben and Woods. Yeah, but we do a four-hour show, so you have to stay four hours later. Why don't you just take the day off? Personal right. days are there for a reason. And uh, cuddle up, watch some uh, watch some YouTube, listen to the radio. Early in the year, you probably still have that flex time off. Yeah, we all all of know. our time is flex. Take as much time as you want. Not really, though. <laughs> Dipping into the PTO already <laughs> yeah. early in the year. It's not even March yet. You want to make sure you save some of that for later in the year. That's true. What's for lunch today? That's a good question. We're we going back. We had a good. We went to Chompy's yesterday. That place was awesome. It was very good. Did you like yours? I did. It was really uh, good. Chicken, chicken BLT minus the T. We could go like to uh, Portillo's, like the uh, the Chicago place with the with the dogs and the beef sandwiches. It was pretty good. I went there when you were at fantasy camp. After that you. pizza last night, I needed well, something a little more right. bland. <laughs> I think it did not agree with me. It was really don't go crazy. We've got a big dinner tonight. That's a good point. We do. Although, oh, I will say you never feel that full. I mean, you get full, but then you're hungry again later. That's the stereotype with Chinese food. Go tweet us. Uh, what is the skipper's order tonight at PF Chang's? Guessing. Yeah, I mean, guess. Well, I think the awkwardness is, you know, generally it's shared plates, you know, in the middle. And I don't like to do that. Uh, I like to get but my that's own what entree. You, do? No. I mean, you get the lettuce wraps yeah, and some stuff at the beginning. And I want my own Mongolian beef. Entree. I love, you know, when you go and you have the lazy Susan no, in the middle like the, and you, everyone gets a scoop of everything. Like you get to try everything. I know. I know. It's a big fried rice and we everyone shares about taking the entire him to thing. A Korean barbecue where you grill your own it's meat a lot at the work, table. Dude. Just but had Mike do all the grilling for <laughs> you. Us. Yeah. All right, Skip, let's <laughs> see what you got, bud. You're in charge. All right. <laughs> Don't screw it up. <laughs> Can I get some more pork? Yeah. <laughs> <Chilty>? <laughs>
excited. I'm excited. She gets some good yeah, stories. Good. We're going somewhere where he doesn't have to cook the meal for us. Yeah. It's probably good. All right. Um, I don't, hear, any, I don't hear anything I don't in my ears, but I feel like either. we've got to be near the like end of the show here. We're <laughs> last minute here of the show. All right. Annie and Elston will be coming up next. Uh, we will rejoin you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. We're going to head out to the uh, backfields again. <laughs> you got the Padres and the Royals coming up this afternoon. So get some observations on you. Darvish going to be on the mound. Yeah, Michael buddy. Waka, Michael former, Waka. Former friend will be pitching against the Padres for the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> uh, this afternoon we'll have a full report for you tomorrow morning. For Frank Marchese back in our studio, Italian Paul. Great job, buddy. For Paul Reindel, for Stephen Woods, I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. From all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. So long. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.